Game Podcast. Today we sit down with special guest, content creator, and mindset coach, Crew Mahoney. In this episode, we dive into Crew's story and he talks about his childhood. He talks about some of the things that he's gone through growing up that have put him in a position that he is in today. He talks about his discipline, he talks about his habits, his routines, and he talks about starting to make content on social media and how through that he's able to make a massive, massive impact globally all the way around the world. You guys are going to love this episode. Crew has become one of my great friends and I'm so excited for you to hear from him and special announcement. He is going to be one of the speakers at our very first AIM Mission 001. So all of our incredible attendees that will be at that event will get to experience um, his wisdom and gain from him and his knowledge through his speaking and just a fun time at the event. But before we dive in, I want to talk to you guys about Powerlift. Powerlift has been an incredible partner of the show. Many of you guys who have been listening for a while now know all about it and are familiar with the product, but if anyone's new here, Powerlift is essentially a hydration-infused protein water. It's unbelievable. Tons of electrolytes, 10 grams of protein, and it's all natural and tastes amazing. I love drinking Powerlifts before and after training, even during training. It has become my staple drink outside of water. So guys, go check it out. Use code DELKS20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. You can click the link in the show notes. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It is the real deal. Let's dive right into this episode. Without further ado, Crew Mahoney. Crew, thank you so much for coming on the AIM podcast. Dude, it's an absolute pleasure. I feel like we've been friends for about 10 years, but maybe it's been like... (laughs) Uh, 10 days, couple weeks maybe at this point. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. I actually think it'd be fun to even just share the the way that we got connected because this Dude. is super interesting. You yeah. Know, and, and the line of work that I do with the show and with the brands I work with, I'm constantly meeting, you know, some really cool people through social media. Yep. And I actually saw your videos popping up on my explore page on Instagram. And I just, yeah. it was a few different times. It wasn't one. And I started watching your content and I was like, dude, I love your stuff. I love yeah. your message. I could tell like you truly wanted to help people. And uh, when I clicked on your page, I was looking to see who you follow because that's typically, you know, a thing I typically do if I'm trying to connect with someone, see who the mutuals are. And we didn't have many except for a few people that lived in Raleigh. It's like random dudes. Random people that aren't doing social media. So (laughs) I'm like, man, I wonder if this guy is from the area or what his tie is with these people. Yeah. So sure enough, I hit one of them up and he's like, oh yeah, that's my boy. He went went to Millbrook and uh, he just lives in Raleigh. I'm like, dude, you're lying. So nuts. (laughs) So, uh. Of course, he, he put us in touch, and I, I called you. I literally FaceTimed yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, hey, bro, I just want to get back to it. That was pretty cool, man. Dude, it was sick. And, uh, well, because I had been following you way longer before that because one of the other people that we both know had you on his story. And yeah. I was like, oh, this guy seems cool. And I was like, I didn't know if you lived here, just happened to be here. But I was like, oh, maybe I'll come back at some point. seems to be in a similar lane. And, like, at the time, uh, you had a a bit of a bigger follower, a following than I did. And I was like, 
okay, this guy's like doing some sick stuff. Like I gotta, I gotta connect and then hit the follow. And then you must've seen like the follow back thing when you saw my, I, when you saw my Instagram. So I did, yeah, I, did. Yeah. I guess I left that out of detail. But yeah, when I, when I saw your video pop up, I clicked on your profile, I was yeah. like, follow back. I was like, oh no, I gotta hit him back. And it was just, it was great. But um, man, that's so cool. Cause like we talked about even before recording, like yeah. Raleigh's a special place. We're both kind of from this area, but yep. there's not a ton of people doing what we do social media brand building and stuff so to yeah. meet someone else it's like dude that's sick dude it's it's nuts because i feel like i mean like we said it's not it's not a lack of people doing things that we're doing i think raleigh's just kind of clicky in a weird way like there's not there's not this overarching vibe of like doing that kind of stuff like austin or those kind of places where Everyone just is uh, hot and does ice baths <laughs> all the time. But, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where you say, oh, should I move somewhere? Or do you make that the vibe of where you are? You know, mm. and, you, and you meet those few people that kind of understand and make some cool things happen. I'm like, maybe the latter is the way to go. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I, just from, a, you know, getting to know you, man, I feel like you're more of a leader than a follower. I feel like you kind of like to to lead and pave the way a little bit. So yeah, I can see that's probably why you chose that. It's the way to go. And you know, I feel like, I feel like everybody has that to a certain extent, but they get caught at a point that's overwhelming or a point where they're vulnerable, right? And they, they go along in life following what other people are doing because it hurts a little bit to kind of take your own path. But it's crazy because you think about people that go out all the time and partying, that's just their whole thing. What that experience is, is being on the same page as somebody else. And to go through a period of time where you are not on the same page as really anybody, that's super difficult. But if everyone did that, you'd find that everyone would actually be on the same page just around more positive things. You know, it's not, oh, everybody, if they were by themselves, would just love to go drink you know, that, that's not really it's what true. it is. It's you want to be in the same mind space as somebody else. And those people would be shocked to know that when someone like me meets someone like you, who that's not really what we do, but we find a lot of excitement in other things. It's like, it, it feels the same way. Mm. You know, after after rucking or after the workout yeah. or the run, like I'm on the drive home, like, yeah, that was sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. It's just that kind of experience. But I think I think people miss on that a little bit where they think it's the... They think it's the activity, but it's really the feeling behind the activity, which can mm. be in a bunch of different places. Dude, I, that's cool. I like that you brought that up. And that's, you know, that's been a, and we put a lot of effort into like even building this community of like attracting like-minded people. And that's yeah. why kind of a fun segue, like I'm so excited to host this first AIM event because I think there's so much power in bringing people together. Again, it's not about the activity. Yep. It's about the people. And if you can bring people together that align and are on the same wavelength, dude, crazy things can happen. Yep. And it's really sad to see people walk through so much like solitude and like they're missing their tribe or whatever you want to say. But when you can align and uh, you know be on the same path as someone, it's, it's a truly special thing to see what can be accomplished. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I feel like it's skipped over kind of the the depth you could say of like that lonely ish path on the way to maybe meeting those kinds of people or achieving a certain thing. Um, it, it's not, it's not easy for the people that do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the vibe that a lot of people get maybe watching those kinds of people. Oh, you know, they, they love to go on the run. They love to just be doing their own thing. And like the, the Goggins mindset, yeah. like ultra Sigma, whatever. I don't care about anything. No, everybody has that same feeling of, 
I want people to understand me. I want somebody that's doing the same things. I want to feel a certain way. But for some people, that image of what could possibly come out of that is just one step ahead. Mm-hmm. It's like the life where I am autonomous. You know, I make a living. I make relationships. I make my life around the things I want to do, the person I want to be rather than just, oh, let me just make money and like do a job and make ends meet kind of thing. That is just one one little uh, imaginary unit of better <laughs> than True. than like taking the easy route and just being with people for the sake of being with people. Um, but it lasts a long time. You know what I mean? I, I like to, in the scale of 24 hours, you know, I like my day to start off really hard and then it gets easier as you go along, right? So it, it starts off freezing in the ice bath and then the last thing I do is typically like a hot shower that's like, oh, I made it kind of mm. thing. But when that structure is built into a timeline of two, three years, you say, well, well that ice bath period, that's a long time. You know, you, you don't get to where you feel the warm shower at the end of the day. You know, with 24 hours, of course you do. But when it's like, I'm trying to achieve something massive, th- that doesn't happen in any short amount of time. So that that period of maybe feeling lonely, feeling like things aren't working out, everyone else is doing better, it lasts a while. And, and, and it's hard to it's hard to really put that into context for people because, again, it's like, oh, they, they did the thing. You know, they have... Instagram followers and they run and do all that sort of sure. stuff, but it is uh, it's not like that one bit. <laughs> yeah, I like how you I like how you say that. And I think that's one of the coolest things I feel like we're super fortunate to do with the show is like bring on guests that can really talk about real things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real thing. And I think that's yeah. something that's brushed over a lot of times. And you know, people see the different places people are, or whatever social media yeah. puts us in those situations, and you miss all that led up to that moment like you describing that 24 hours again and we'll dive deep into this later in the show probably talking about your routine and your and your disciplines and stuff but like that didn't happen overnight like you've been developing and cultivating this lifestyle that you're living now and it's cool to see the investment the daily investments that you've put in consistently accumulate to now where you currently are and obviously you're not done you're going to continue to build but you are having a ton of success and that didn't happen overnight. It was yeah. because of that consistency and the daily discipline. So yeah. I like the way you position that. We'll definitely dive into that. Yeah. Well, you know what I, I really use as a good analogy? It's like you are making an investment into a bank account every single day. Mm-hmm. And after months and months and months, you look at the account and it still says zero. You've been putting money into this thing relentlessly, nonstop still says zero. You log in two weeks later, still says zero. And then one day you realize that the website had been crashed and you refresh and there's $100,000 in there. But all this time you thought maybe that hard work was going to nothing, Mm. right? You don't see the results. You don't see the outcomes. But if you're able to say, let me find some satisfaction, which I'm a pretty realistic person, right? You're not going to be stoked that you're just putting in the work and nothing's coming out of it. No one's like that. But if you can have a little bit of satisfaction from, I am relentless on the input side. I am am doing the thing. I'm putting my end of the bargain into this every single day. Well, then that should give you a little bit of comfort because in reality, the outcome is inevitable when you are that relentless. It's just 
it takes a while. You know, it's it's going to say zero for quite a long time. Uh, but people are so results focused. Yeah, it's so true. Like if we if we worked out every day and said, man, I, I better be yoked tomorrow, mm. you'd be disappointed every single time. But it's like, well, to see that maybe there's been a big difference or a big change has happened, you got to go through countless days of feeling like nothing changed. Wow. And that that is the reality of making serious changes and, and being on that kind of path. That right there is going to help somebody. Yeah. Like someone listening to that right there. Listen, guys, hit last 30 seconds and listen yeah. to that again because it's so true. Have you ever read the book Atomic Habits? I have not. Okay. Nah. You need to read that book. Okay, yeah. it's, it's big time. But there's this, this idea. It's called the Plateau of Latent Potential. It's this exponential curve that starts to increase. But for the longest time, you barely see any movement. And it's it basically explained how it explains how there's this region below this line where people, a lot of people will quit. A lot of people will give up because they haven't seen it take off. But it's the people that continue to move forward and continue to put in those daily investments and those daily deposits are the ones who get to experience the exponential growth of the compounded consistency. But there is this region that it's, you know, most the majority of people will fall off because they haven't seen that growth. And so hopefully this is just encouragement to people listening that, you know, you're living proof of what happened. So literally if they were like, why does he have authority to talk about this? Look at your life, look at the things you've done. And it's not even just social media, it's everything you're doing. So I think that's really powerful for you to speak on that. And it's really, it's interesting because again, people are so focused on the results Mm -hmm. and the intended outcome of whatever thing they're doing. True. Right? A lot of people look at my page and they're like, oh, he's trying to get good at running because he's running every day. It's like you're, you're completely missing the point. Right. It's, it's a matter of showing up. It doesn't matter that it's running. I could be cycling. I could be lifting. I could be, you know, ice bathing, which I do too, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's just a display of showing up for yourself. There's a deeper meaning to effort than just the intended outcome. Mm -hmm. And something I think on a very reasonable and tangible scale, uh, I'm a coach and I help people do these things. And one of my clients recently, she reached out uh, because we implemented doing a cold shower every day. So I said, hey, at the end of the shower, just one minute. And you know, I can I can touch on what that kind of represents, which I think is really powerful, uh, just in terms of like the cold exposure. But for her, she reached out and said, you know, I've done it for 27 days, right? 27 days in a row of showing up, doing that thing. Mm. If you think 27 days are going to pass without some type of crap trying to like ruin your day or ruin your week or whatever, True. It, it's impossible. Something external is going to happen. But she told me this and uh, she said, you know, something happened and I had this really tough conversation that maybe three months ago uh, would have taken over everything. Right, it would have completely ruined my day. It would have destroyed me as a person. And I realized that I've built this foundation that can't be taken away from me because I've showed up for me. I've built this for me. Wow. I've built this confidence. I've built this self-respect. And of course, things are difficult, but the world is just throwing these external things at you that you can't do anything about. You can't control them. You can't change them but you're able to change your own tolerance to them. You can change your own response to them. And that's where I think the cold exposure just in isolation is really cool because it's representing exactly that. You're in this water that you can't do anything about. 
It is so cold. I mean, of course you could turn the knob to yeah. hot, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. in the simulation of, uh, of, of this survival kind of mechanism going on, it's like you can't do anything about it. But there's a huge difference between the person that goes <sighs> and freaks out and the person <sighs> and just accepts it mm. and is able to exist in that environment. And that's, that's where you start to realize, hey, you know, this this tolerance to difficulty not just not just physical difficulty but mental difficulty it's it is a tangible thing it is a tangible thing that you can improve on if you are just deliberate in your approach to do so and that's been the biggest journey of all these different things the running the the ice bath just just showing up in all these different versions it's like you can handle so much more mm. and that that's a superpower man Thing. Yeah, Dang, that's so good, dude. I love that you bring that up. And I think obviously, you know, cold exposure is a really powerful way to kind of put yourself in that category of doing hard things, showing up for yourself. There's obviously so many things you could do that, yeah. you know, kind of fill that void. But cold exposure is, is really a powerful way to do it. Plus, there's a lot of health benefits. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think to me, it's just an added bonus. I don't even get geek out about that. I know there are benefits to my health. I do it for mental for confidence for um, just showing up and doing hard things yeah. because it literally carries over into every area of my life. Not saying I'm perfect at all, but it, it really is like, how do you want to get tougher? You yeah. do tough things. People are like, I want to be tough. I want to be hard. I want to be strong. Okay. But then what are you doing to get there? It's cool to say that, but you actually have to like to get tough. You have to do tough things. Yep. It doesn't happen by thinking about it. No, no. And it's, it's this weird, again, seeing somebody that does those things, you think that there's some sort of satisfaction Mm -hmm. Some sort of switch that just goes off. It's like, oh, that must have been a nice transition for them to like get in that cold water. And now they feel good doing that. And it's just absolutely not the case. Mm. You know what I mean? A, a personal thing, like I'm, I'm trying to do powerlifting. Like I'm trying to get strong right now. That's one of my focuses. And you, know, you look at a powerlifter lifting some nasty heavy weight. And you're like, oh, there, there must be sort of a difference there. Because when I'm doing it, it feels like... There, there's no, there's no nice rebound. It's just like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> what in the world is going on? And then you realize, nah, it's the same for them. They've just been through that more. You know what I mean? And if, in my opinion, one of the most inevitable things in life is difficulty, but 99% of people run away from that. Mm. It's like, wh why would this not be something that you train? If it's like saying, oh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to lift some heavy weight and I'm not going to touch the weights. Hmm. Like I'm going to run every day to try and get super strong in the gym. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be, I want to live well. You know, I, I want to, I want to go about my life productively and, and feel driven and excited about what I'm doing. I'm just going to ignore all the difficult stuff. Hmm. That's not how it works. Unfortunately, yeah. it'd be nice, but yeah. That's I don't right. think that's how it goes. <laughs> Why do you think so many people are scared to do hard things? It, that, it's a tough one, man, because, I mean, it just sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the lack of results within the first three days of doing it. And that's when people quit. It takes, it takes a long time. You know, that 27 days of the cold shower thing, that's sure. it's a long time to stick to something without seeing a tangible thing come out of it. And once you reach that point, though, it's funny because people look at my routine, for example, your routine, for example, and say, that must be the worst thing imaginable. Because to them, it would be. Yeah. And to us at one point, it was. 
But what people don't see is, yeah, it gets really, really difficult. And then at a certain point, it comes back down. So for me to wake up at five and ice bath and run and meal prep, do whatever, it's just as difficult for me as somebody just getting out of bed might be for them. Mm. And it's not like a, oh, I'm, I'm better than everyone because I have a morning routine. It's like, that's how tangible it is. You, you can just make that transition to being able to handle those things if you stick to it. But you have to, you have to stick to it until it gets back to that point where it kind of comes back down to default. Because it does takes a minute. <laughs> it does take a minute. I think that's a great point. I think, too, people that maybe are not as inclined to do hard things, I don't think they've been fortunate enough to experience what's on the other side. Because once you understand what's on the other side, you're willing to do the hard thing to get there because you understand the outcome. And again, not being outcome driven, but you recognize that feeling and association to how much more powerful that is for you than what you had to do to get there. And so it creates this relationship while you know it's not gonna be easy to do it. Mm. You're willing to do it because you know what's on the other side. And I think that's at least been true for me with different things. It's like yeah. understanding that, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is hard. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, this is not what I desire. But what's on the other side is so much more worth it. I'm going to, I'm willing to make that sacrifice because I want that. Yep. Yep. And it's funny you say that because my, my mile video today was exactly talking about that because I said as many times as I've taken the step into the cold, the, the discomfort, all the tiredness, I've also taken the final step into the comfort that comes as a result. Mm. But you can't you can't get that comfort that comes after yeah. it without doing that. I say I say you have to experience the bitter opposite to be able to actually understand what I'm talking about because it's a different thing. You know, I <laughs> it's like a it's like a daily thing for me. I rinse off in the shower before I ice bath just to keep the water clean with like all the filter and stuff. Same and same. I mean, I don't do that cold because I'm about to go do the ice bath or whatever. It's just warm water. I'm like, this isn't the same. Because then I shower <laughs> after the ice bath and the run and it's where I'm like, this, this is what I'm talking about. But before I'm like, this is cheap. Yeah. Like this, this isn't even, this is nothing. You know what I mean? And you can, you can sit on the couch and you've done nothing. And uh, the physical comfort, maybe it's there, but it's paired with a burden of, I didn't do anything to earn this. Mm. And I think a lot of people take that in maybe a toxic way. Oh, you gotta, you gotta like earn your calories. Like it gets into that kind of thing. It's yeah. like, no, as human beings, we have a responsibility to use our bodies. People take that wildly for granted, which is pretty disappointing. But we have to do that to be able to feel what that true comfort is. Um, and I know you're familiar with that. I'm familiar with that. And it's, For sure. it is a different thing. And you just wish people could just taste what that feels like to, to get them to do what's required on the front end. Dude, that's so good, man. Yeah. I want to, I want to slightly pivot. I want to go into yeah. your, your story, your upbringing, because I think, you know, we bring these guests on and we get to hear what they're currently doing and yeah. all the cool things and where they are at the moment. But I think there's so much that you've had to experience and overcome to build into where you are now. So yeah, I'd love to hear more about what that looked like, whether it's sports, whether you were hustling, doing business. I know we've talked yeah. off, off the pot about different businesses that you were involved in. What would, what did that kind of look like for you in the early days? Yeah. Well, you know, something I think that's really important to go over and it, it might take a minute, but uh, I think it gives a lot of perspective because again, kind of the, 
the lack of view into what it took to get to a certain point, I think is what's missing in a lot of people's stories or, or presence maybe. Um, you know, growing up, I had wild anxiety. Really? You know what I mean? I, I, I missed 30 full days of sixth grade just being afraid to go to school. You know, I, I, I got fine grades and all that stuff, but I was, I was trapped in this external thing. Right? There was nothing I could do to change that I had to go to school. They're like, oh, you know, only six more years till you graduate. I'm like, that doesn't help me because mm. I got to worry about today. Yeah. And my, my entire life was consumed by this thing. Right? It, I, had, I was a confident person. You know, I, I felt capable. I, I excelled at a lot of things. But under this external stress, under this overwhelm of this thing I couldn't control, gone every bit of that gone. I mean, I, I would cry every single day. You know what I mean? Just being an absolutely weak person, having the wildest gap between who I know I could be and the person that ends up, you know, fulfilling that role. It's not the same thing. Um, what was causing this anxiety, you think? Man, I, I think I felt maybe some sort of difference or disconnect just in how I wanted to live my life. Sure. You know what I mean? And just seeing the teachers and the students and everybody that I, I just, I couldn't get a grasp on why people were the way they were. I was always very, very curious and super observant. And I just saw people just submitting to limitation, maybe mm -hmm. submitting to whatever it was just because that's what you're supposed to do and that that really bothered me since i was super young and just being in that environment feeling trapped it's eight hours a day like you can't get out of that i think that's what really created that for me um and you know when i was super young maybe it was kind of like a, a separation anxiety like from my mom because my mom was like my my person like yeah. that that's the Same. safety for me right <laughs> for sure and uh I think a lot of things kind of went into that, but realizing that no one's going to come along and take me out of this. No one's going to save me from this situation. You start to really wonder how you can maybe callous your mind, build that resilience to be able to handle these things. Uh, and that's where I really found a lot of strength in doing the things I don't like to do on my watch, wow. right? So starting that, the daily run and yeah, it's running, but that self-education that you get over thousands of days in a row of just showing up and being in this environment that nobody wants to do, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and the reason I do what I do, the reason I share the content, the reason I'm a coach and do all these things is because I've seen that transition. You know, you don't skip a day when you are not distracted from your own situation. And yeah, it's good. You know, there, there's never been a moment where I was distracted from what's going on with me, which I think is another powerful thing we can maybe talk about. But um, you, you see that transition, you're present for every part of that. There's a lot of pain built into that. There's a lot of struggle but to go from that point A to to this maybe point B where I'm at right now, um, that's really powerful to me. And all that proves is that I'm not actually special, right? I'm not inherently special. I'm only special by the effort I decided to put in. 
and that's available only to everybody, right? Only. And uh, I, I think that should be that should be a positive message. You know, people look at making huge changes in this journey and all this stuff as just, oh my God, I have to go through all that. But every part of that is positive because being present in maybe those bad days or maybe that loneliness, you know, that that's that's what makes it happen. You know, of course that's yeah. cliche if you listen to enough people that have been through a similar thing. Right. Um, but but it's absolutely a positive. You know, you, you can't look at it as daunting. You have to look at it as, wow, I'm just, I'm serving my future self, which I think is important. Dude, that's so good. And I'm, I'm guessing that you probably didn't make all these incredible changes overnight. I'm sure there were, you probably started small and started yeah. to, you know, master that one thing. And then you probably added in another thing. And then you just start stack, habit stacking, which is actually, yeah. it talks about that in the book as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, have stacking these positive habits. Obviously you can't do them all at one time, yep. but if you're in this rough spot where you know, there needs to be some changes, you know, you need to make some sort of shift in order to get out of that hole, out of that struggle you start to implement these these practices that you can then build upon and yep. move in the right direction. Again, not in a perfect way, but in a way that you're more conscious and cognizant of doing what's best for you because you know what's gonna happen down the road if you just stay consistent with that. Yeah, because look, people that are dealing with confidence issues, self-sabotage, all these different things, it's, it's a lack of being on your own team in a way. If, you know, let, let's say, that you invited me to to work out. We're say let's let's work out every day together. And then I say, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do that. We'll meal prep. We'll get all this stuff done. And then six out of the seven days, I come up with an excuse. Mm. I I never show up. I never do that thing. How much respect are you actually going to have for me? How much are you going to want to help me achieve the things that I want to achieve? Well, that's most people's relationships with themselves. Wow. And that's disappointing because you get to a point, maybe some sort of rock bottom, you say, man, I really need to change things. Well, you're gonna have to help that person that's been screwing you over for all this time. You're going to have to serve that person. So that's really difficult, you know what I mean? And when you can be the person that constantly shows up, there's like a teamwork with you and yourself. Then you start to build mm -hmm. confidence, you have the self-respect, you have that relationship and that's real. I mean, dude, I, I was on a run the other day and it was just one of those like nasty mornings. I was just, it was hard. It was tough. And I got to that point in my run where I'm warm because it's winter and, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> everything about the morning is just cold. And then I overcome that and I felt an overwhelming sense of, of we within myself. That's amazing. Because I was like, you know what? I, I showed up for me. Thanks me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, it's not like a selfish thing, right? It's not this weird, like arrogance thing. It might sound that way, but having that relationship with yourself, right? It's uh, I'm doing something now. So me in 10 days, maybe 10 minutes can feel some sort of satisfaction. And man, if people, if people could really grasp onto that, it'll, it'll change things. Bro, that is so good and it's so simple. It's literally, yeah. if you commit to something, do it. Yep. And it's yep. funny because I actually struggled with this yesterday. And like, mm. this is something I, I'm like, 
I continue to practice and work on this because yeah. yesterday I worked out in the morning. I worked for most of the day. I went, I ran 10 miles. And then on that 10 mile run, I was like, I'm going to work out again. Yeah. And uh, in my head, before I even got back to my house, I was running. I said, I was just kind of making up the workout in my mind. And I said, I'm going to do 10 sets, yeah. 10 pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 30 second plank, 10 Russian twists per side. And I was like, I'm going to do 10 rounds. And that was in my head and I made that decision. And I got I got going. I went about five rounds and I was like, I, I could probably just stop here. I want to cool it. And I, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. sat there for a couple minutes yeah. and I was like, should I just go inside? And I started, dude, this is what happens, bro. I started to make excuses or I started to not even make excuses yeah. in a, like a <laughs> negative way. I started to positively justify it because I was like, I have a lot of work to do. I need to edit the podcast. I need to send some emails. And then yeah. it's like, that is all true. I do need to do that. But not until I finished the commitment I made for myself. And I think that's something that people can slip into because not only are they not doing what they fulfill, they're not saying, oh, I don't want to do it because it's hard, even though that's the foundation subconsciously of why you're not doing it. Yep. What you're going to end up doing is justify it by things that maybe aren't bad, but can get you out of it. You know what I'm saying? So yep. the end of the story is I actually ended up doing that extra five there sets. There you go. Of course. Like, no, I'm not, not going to do that. But it's so true because I did yeah. that. And at the second I finished that 10th set, I was like, man. Yeah. I'm so grateful I did that. And now I can go do the rest of my stuff. And I ended up getting other stuff done too. But yeah. it, dude, it's a daily thing, bro. And it's like oh. that commitment. But the consistency of doing that, making that decision to fully commit and go all in, yeah. you start to see it work together. And it builds this body of work that you can then show up with confidence yep. and really respect yourself, which then ties all into your discipline. And, and you know what's crazy when you see in yourself that for the most part, of course, we have those moments, but often you try and rationalize doing the difficult thing even when maybe it doesn't make sense to. True. Most people spend their time rationalizing not doing the thing. True. And, you know, someone, maybe somebody will, uh, will bring up going on a trip somewhere. Immediately I think about how am I going to do like an ice bath at, <laughs> at this place? Right. You know what I mean? Is there going to be like a trash can or something I can fill up and like put outside? It's like how am I going to not keep that promise to me? How am I not going to go through that thing? How can I rationalize making this make sense? You know, how, how can I pack all my food that I need? Because I'm not going to eat processed foods. I'm not going to do all this stuff that I don't do. When most people just say, oh, this is the perfect excuse to jump out of that. I'm like, well, I want to, I want to do that. Like in spite of that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, I'm going to do it anyways, because that would be way cooler. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you stay up super late and it's just crazy and like waking up at 5 a.m. is one of my non-negotiables, I'm like, well, it'd be much cooler if I just got up anyways and was super tired and just dogged and still got in the ice bath, still went for the run, still did everything. That's, that's like a, a potent version of, man, I showed up for me even when there was nothing in me that wanted to do that. Dang, that's good. Yeah. Unless, of course, you found a girlfriend on the trip, then that would... Hey. <laughs> we don't have to go into that. The Ice Bachelor, man. That's that's the... Dude, <laughs> like, touching on the social media stuff, which I think is funny, I thought that was just going to, like, pop up. I thought it was such... Ice Bachelor? Yeah, I thought it was such a good idea, because the idea... I mean... This... Explain what it is so people listening yeah. have the context. Yeah, so it's... I take an ice bath every day, but the, the idea was... I'm going to take an ice bath every day until I get a girlfriend, which day one of that was actually like day 200 in a row of taking an ice bath every yeah. day. So like <laughs> anybody that had been falling for a while already knew. Um, but I thought, man, this is a great concept because obviously there's a, a comedic aspect to it as in, 
oh, I'm going to be doing this forever because it's never going to happen <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and then also, <laughs> it's kind of like a funny tactical thing, but you know, maybe there will be like an attractive girl or something on Instagram complaining about how she can't meet like a, a nice guy. And then every dude that's watching is like, what the heck? What about me? And it's just yeah. like an engagement machine. True. And I was like, maybe this could be like a bit of that. And of course, like it didn't work at all. I spent like an hour and a half editing these every day, like doing the music, which I loved making the video. Mm. But at the time, you know, 900 views. And I'm like, dog, what in the world is it like? Yeah. Just did not happen. Um, you know, obviously speaking to that input versus results kind of thing in that yeah. sense. But now it's uh, it's just a fun thing that I do now. And I don't really do like the, oh, I'm taking an ice bath every day until I get a girl. I just kind of do the little production with the music and stuff and, and the whole Your video. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a classic, bro. What a Dude, classic. <laughs> that's awesome. I definitely want to touch on the social media stuff. But before yeah, you yeah. even dive into that, because no. I'd love to start. Because the reason I think it's important to address what I'm about to say is you you were doing these things before social media. So I want to talk about that. And you, you kind of alluded to it with your story kind of growing up, yep. having this anxiety and these different things and you started to run. You yeah. started to do ice baths. So was running kind of the first thing? Because that's what you've been doing for the longest, right? The streak, yeah. At least from a streak perspective. Yeah. So the only other thing that's been longer than that, which is kind of, it's kind of a funny one, but like every time I go in and out of my room, I do three pull-ups. I've, I've, Wait, really? Yeah, I've done that since I was maybe like 13 or so. Um, but like, like Even if you forget something, you just run back in, you got to do it again. Well, like I have a rule where if I can like reach from outside, uh, then I can grab something. But like... You're not fully crossing the plane. Yeah, I, I, I used to... Exactly. <laughs> there's there's a line. I used to have a... Uh, my, my bathroom used to not be in my room. Mm. And so, you know, you wake up in the morning... You kind of have to pee pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And I would just feel like, oh my God, like doing pull-ups, like trying not to flex my abs and stuff. But uh, yeah, I've just done that. Like, like I still do it. I'm okay. like, I'm 23, you know? <laughs> like, awesome. I still just do pull-ups every time I go in my bedroom. But uh, I do a little 25-pound belt. Been doing that for like maybe five or six years. But uh, yeah, the running in terms of like really meaningful like mm. something being very intentional about it the running's definitely been the longest standing one um but people really often on on the videos that get a lot of comments you know there's going to be some negative ones in there uh like oh this guy is only doing it for the views or whatever you know pretty basic comment so uh, we're doing this way more way before the camera turned on yeah i mean i i i did my first daily mile video on day 1300 in a row of running so oh, say that again 1300 <laughs> so yeah. you know it was a uh it was a me myself and i kind of experience for for quite a while just just being out there not knowing what would come out of it mm -hmm. there was no vision of oh you know maybe i could make content about this and talk to people and and coach people to improve their lives none of that mm -hmm. all i saw was i hate running and I feel like something will come out of this if I do it every day. Mm. If, I, if I break through that barrier every single day, something must come out of this. And when somebody would say, well, just, just like take a day off, you'll be fine. Like we're, we're going here, we're going there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like it just, it bothered me. And, and kind of a funny reference to that, uh, 
the first time I listened to David Goggins, he was on, uh, it was maybe like his second Rogan podcast. Okay. And uh, he's like, people, people ask me all the time, why do you run if you hate it so much? He goes, what do you mean? And he like gets all like intense about it. I'm like, yeah. You, re you related to that. That like, I almost started like crying listening to that. Cause I was like, whoa, dude, that, that was kind of the first, the first person that I was, that I related to like that. Cause I got to a certain point, like early high school years where I was very much that way. Like I, I was very set on this running and kind of, kind of living that way. I didn't really know how to articulate exactly what that meant to me. Mm. Um, but I got to a point legitimately where I said, you know, this is probably just a me thing. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I can, and I was okay with it for a little bit until you meet someone that understands and then, you know, that, that goes away and you say, whoa, yeah, this is crazy. And so, you know, to, to see that there was somebody that was completely understanding of that and, and obviously living that out in a, in a way larger way than I was at the time, um, it, it was, it was so crazy to see that connection. Cause I was like, well, it's just a me thing. I'll just talk to me about this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to know that there are other people that are similar to you, we all think we're pretty special until, uh, someone says the same thing, you're like, oh, dang. <laughs> That's true. What I see is interesting because one, I have a lot of appreciation for the service that you provide mm. in the sense of you putting out all this content, you're serving. Like yeah. that is service. Yes, you're gaining following. Yes, you're gaining a community. Yes, eventually there'll be ways to monetize it, of course. Yeah, yeah. But you are spending time pouring into people's lives all over the world, bro. Yeah. And to me, that's just an incredible act of service. But the bigger point that I wanna make here, you did 1300 days before you even turned the camera on, mm. which means you were prepping yourself. You were leading yourself. Good leaders are not just people that show up and wanna be good leaders. Good yeah. leaders are people that can lead themselves well first. You cannot be a good leader if you don't lead yourself. Wow. And yeah. so anyone that's considering coaching with you or following you or mm. listening to what you have to say, bro, there's a body of work that you put in to be in a position to have authority to speak into people's lives. And I think there's so much power in that and I want people to hear that and really mm. understand what that means. Like, I'm not saying if you wanna be a leader, go lead, but you yeah. gotta make sure you're leading yourself well. And you've done that for 1300 days. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, that, that's... That's powerful, bro. That's huge, man. It, that's, that's a great way to put it. And I, I think people want that authority right away. They want to be the coach, they want to, do the speaking. They want to make yep. the content. I'm like, have you, have you put that work into yourself? Because mm. it is an education, wow. right? You don't, you don't know what you know until you start to put that into words. You know, I have a document of all my, my mile messages and it's like 40 something thousand words. <laughs> you know amazing. what I mean? Because I've been writing those ideas. I've, I mean, if you go back to day 1300, which was day one of doing that, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, right? I just watched it the other day. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, if, if you guys want to learn more about like my routine and things that I do, um, and something, something pretty cool. I said, I was like, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's <laughs> like, uh, you know, be so consistent that people have a hard time believing it mm. because again, I was starting on day 1300 and I'm like, well, maybe people don't even know how to understand what that means. Right, because this is my first video. Of course, I could be a liar, right? And, and people bring stuff up like that, probably in a joking way. Where they're like, 
oh, he probably just films a bunch of the same ones and like posts them over and over again. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I could, but go through the page. You know what I mean? Spend see, the time. Yeah. See the post every single day. Look at the things that I've written down. Like that is where you find what you know. You know what I mean? Writing those 40 something thousand words, it wasn't always clear. I couldn't always articulate. We all have, we all have a language and that's pure intention. Mm. When you say something, you know exactly what you mean. Like when I'm, when I'm thinking of something, I'm like, yeah, a hundred percent. That's great. That's a good idea. And then you try and write that down. You try and say that to somebody, you try and make a video out of it. You're like, whoa, that did not, that didn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe that was like, 60% of what I meant and that's an art to be able to translate that language into a message which that's really my job now you know what I mean I'm I'm writing every day I'm making these videos I'm trying to make that translation as as best as I can it doesn't always go perfect Um, people people misunderstand some things now and then and uh, you know they'll let you know but um, that that in isolation has the craziest value. Mm. I mean, to to look at that work and look at that evolution of your understanding, say, dang, you know, I've, I've become so much more aware of what I think and know just by trying to write that down. I always hated writing. I wasn't even like a journaling type of person. You know what I mean? But the, the Daily Mile notes page on my phone, like that's my journaling because... You know what I do 90% of the time? I'm going, what's bothering me right now? Mm. You know, what would I say to somebody else that has the same problem I have right now? You know, what would I say to myself five years ago where I'm like, nobody gets it? And what's crazy is a lot of people in the like motivation space, they're talking to the people that need like, they need to be told to like get up off your butt and go do something. But you know, a lot of the times I'm talking to the person that's on the completely other end of the spectrum. Hmm. The person who has never not gotten up and done the thing and thinks that nobody else understands that. That feels completely alone because, again, that, that image of the thing that could come out of this, that's, that's taking over. That's driving what they want to do. And it's a lonely experience. It's a long path. I, I talk to that person a lot because that was me. You know what I mean? I I wasn't willing to give up the way I wanted to do things just to, you know, have a bunch of people that that I could be around kind of arbitrarily, right? Sure. Um, But that's who I end up talking to a lot. And what I realized is for a long time, I was trying to write to everybody. God, what's something that everybody could get from this video? And then when I started writing to one person, Mm -hmm. maybe it's an imaginary person. And mind you, when I was writing to everybody, nobody saw the videos. And then I write to me or I I write to myself of the past or someone that's going through a certain thing. And, you know, maybe it reaches 49 million people on on an occasion, you know. So it's not. (laughs) Frank and I were actually having a conversation the other day. We were traveling back from Atlanta. And we're talking about that exact thing. Like, yeah. Be specific in who you into who you take create this for. Like, speak to one person. Yeah. And I think it's cool. Ed Milet talks about it. We've talked about this on the show before. But you're best positioned to help the person you once were, to serve the person you once were. And so a lot of times we're trying to figure out how can we help someone. 
be who you are because yeah. a lot of the times the things that you're struggling with or the things that you have struggled with are things that other people struggle with too. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, that's the crazy way the world yeah. works. It's like there are other people that just need us to be real. And you're real, bro. I can tell you're not you're not doing this for fluff. You're not doing this yeah. for show. This is genuinely who you are. Yeah. Which I have a lot of respect for. But Thank you, the man. question yeah. I have, because we've kind of talked about it and a lot of like kind of moved all the way around it. But yeah. like, why? Like, mm. why did you turn the camera on on day 1300? Like, yeah. why did you start to put yourself out there? Why did you start journaling out all this information for people? What was yeah. that thing that triggered it? And where did that come from? You know, I think when you have something that, and maybe not, it's maybe it's not a perfect understanding of what it is, but when you have something seemingly of value, right? Which I thought that the lessons I've learned and the way that I was going about my life and all these different things, I felt like people could get something from it. You know what I mean? And I always felt like I wanted to share those things that I've learned, right? Share my approach, because it's always been pretty different. Mm. Um, and, you know, I would look on social media, right? And people are, they're they're making a living. Their, their life is just based on sharing what they care about. You know, people just do like, fun stuff and make videos about it and yeah. that's how they live i'm like what in the world and you know often people do that with like negative stuff i'm like that that would make me angry right because i'm like how, how can they just do this and and they get to have an audience and a platform to do all this and uh they're not even they're not even using it to make positive change like wh why would that not be me like i'm doing all these things and you know, maybe people out there that are that live a certain way and have that message and value they want to share. I can guarantee you, someone's out there waiting for Netflix to come make a documentary about them and be like, "You, yeah. it's not gonna happen." Yeah. You know, I was waiting for someone to come around and be like, "Oh man, <laughs> you're you look at you, you know, like you have so much value. Let me let me put you on this platform." It it doesn't happen that way. You know what I mean? And so when I said, "Well, I'm out here running every day." If I want that to be something I'm going to do, well, I better be as consistent in the approach of doing that as I am in the approach of what taught me these things. Mm. And that's where I was like, well, I'm gonna run every day. I'm going to make a video every single day. I'm going to try and share some sort of value every single day. And that's really where that process started. And yeah, as I kept going with it, it, uh, it didn't just work. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about that because, yeah, like you said, you did this. You put in so much time, so much effort. Yeah. You were giving it your heart. Yeah. And obviously in the world's eyes, when, you create, when you're a content creator, obviously there's some level of a goal of growth and building yeah. a platform. But talk about those early stages and how you made it through. What was your, like, what kept you going? Yeah. When you didn't <sighs> see it, like, take off? Dude, and it, it, was a, it was a long time where it didn't take off. You know, I, I gained kind of a following on TikTok and TikTok just doesn't doesn't work yeah. really. It's it's very hard to build a a real audience because you know when you get followers or you follow somebody, the content isn't coming from them. It's just like out there in the random. So yeah, maybe I had a hundred thousand on TikTok, but that really didn't do anything. You know, every video would still get like a thousand views, right? Yeah. And uh, like you said, I'm I'm pouring my soul into every one of these videos, like trying to make it something extremely valuable. And, you know, day one being day 1300, my biggest video to this date was on 
1964. Wow. You know what I mean? And that's where an actual change happened. You know, that's, that's where this is what I do now. You know what I mean? Before that, I was just adding kind of a full-time job of trying to be a content creator in a way on top of the other stuff I was doing. I was just like freelance everything-ing. You know what I mean? Like, So just to put it in perspective <laughs> for those listening, if I'm doing my math correctly, uh-huh. fly, you did 600 plus videos before one really took off. Yeah, and I mean... 600, that's two years. Yeah, and I'm, I had big ones on TikTok. Bro. You know what I mean? Like I had one that hit 8 million. I'm like, this is it. Like I'm, I'm stoked. This is, I'm excited. Like things are going to take off. Nothing. Just like maybe, maybe a week later, everything's back to like 2000 views. And I, I I don't know why, you know, I, I, TikTok was always just a weird one for me personally, just in terms of like actually getting growth. Um, but I, I wasn't posting it on Instagram right away because Instagram is, the people who you're closest to. And TikTok, you kind of have the comfort of like, ah, this will just yeah, go and send it. <laughs> yeah, just do its thing. But, you know, my family and my friends and everyone that knows me was on the Instagram. And I didn't want to post those, really, because all those are genuinely me. But typically, I'm not like ultra serious with people. I'm like actually insanely sarcastic a lot of the times. Yeah. But like, it, it felt like a weird thing to put out there. And it is kind of that maybe insecurity just in that realm, which kind of holds people back, but that's a real thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, I, I started doing it on Instagram too, for countless, countless days, never anything like, I don't think I had a K next to one of those videos, but twice Wow. over hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, that's crazy. It's, it's so insane, dude. And to, to not ever see that growth, right? I mean, there, there's those spurts on TikTok that I'm talking about, and uh, it never really did anything until, yeah, I think it was 1964, 1962, just like blew up wild numbers. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, that's different. So yeah. talk, talk about that, because that's, yeah. that's interesting. So you, at, at this point, you're posting consistently, you have maybe yeah. a couple of thousand followers at the time, or yeah, I had, up to uh, six or 7,000, yeah, right? Yeah. And in that video, it changed everything for you. Yeah, so... Talk about that. That one, it... uh, (laughs) Which, I mean, I was... I was really happy with how I put that message together. I I don't know why. I've had a lot of messages in the past that I was like, man, this this really made that translation. Uh, But that one just felt... It felt good. I was like, "This, this is like a tactical way. This is like bulletproof it gets across what i'm trying to say it has it's like a little bit punchy like get people to understand what's going on like a pinch of controversy maybe um but it was just one of my videos yeah i've made hundreds and hundreds of these and that's what i was going to mention along that way i posted twice a day so i do the running and then like a lifting video so it was multiple days (laughs) of of a lot of posting but uh you know this video I posted, I think it started doing well on TikTok before Instagram. And it kind of blew up a little bit. I was like, oh, I mean, this has happened here and there, whatever. And then I think I saw like 10K views on the video. I was like, oh, on no Instagram? way. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, this is so nuts. Like, this is really cool. Um, because my thing, I was like, imagine if I got a K 
next to the follower count. Yeah. It's again, like two years of just posting relentlessly and not much coming out of that. I'm like, dude, what in the world? People are just blowing up on their <laughs> second post. Um, and then I see the views start to go up and then it, it was one day, I think I saw 10K, I was like, dude, no way, bro, we made it. <laughs> we, we made it all the way, we're, we're good now. Um, and then I think by the second day, it was 50K followers. And then the day after that, 100K. And then over, so it's been like two-ish, two and a half months since that. It was like November 1st, around there. Um, and now it's like 343K. That's insane. And just, I mean, that video is at 49 point something million views. I mean, dude, there's, it was just the craziest thing ever. I, I don't even know how to, how to explain it. I mean, I had to shut the notifications off for Instagram. Cause I mean, dude, I'd be, I'd be like getting in the ice bath. Well, to preface, there was a lot of controversy on this post still to this day, people just really? arguing their faces off. Cause you know, I bring up drinking and smoking and all that stuff that really like cuts into people that it are does. super about that. Them, yeah. Um, and you know, the, the structure of it was like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do all these things. Am I lame for that? Yes. So I'm like, I'm posing the argument for the quote unquote opposition. And I say to be lame in the eyes of somebody I would never want to be like is nothing mm. but a success. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a little jab in there. Um, but people either took that like, oh yeah, or they said, oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's 38,000 comments on that video, and you oh can imagine how many of those are pretty angry. Um, but I mean, dude, I'd be like getting in the ice bath in the morning, and my phone would just voot, 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 like, you suck, I hate you. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should turn this off. Um, not to say that there aren't thousands of people just giving the absolute greatest support, and sure. uh, that that's what matters, right? Yeah. It, it, it happened to be that 300,000 people really liked that and and they followed along with my journey and what I'm talking about and it's just it's nuts you know you spend all this time with that being the goal you know you're you're reaching people you're actually helping people the messages I get of like man you've changed my life I'm like what in the world it's amazing bro. you know what I mean it was just this not selfish but only involving myself pursuit to turn into this thing that is actually making a difference and uh you go about it with that being the goal but then when it happens it's unbelievable like there's no way you know what i mean and i'm i'm just so grateful that 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 one video worked yeah you know what i mean and uh <laughs> people that are trying to do a similar thing everybody says oh you know just stay consistent until you know, that one video, you never know, it might blow up. And to that, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, it, it's really not that because I got to about 10 different points where I was like, dang, that, that one video never happened. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to keep posting because I'm, I'm giving every bit of myself into these videos and like, no one cares. You know what I mean? And, and, that that was my fault at times of of looking for those results right? and of course i i remained pretty relentless in in the input you know i would say should i even keep doing this anymore and 
then I would say, well, what am I going to not tomorrow? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where, you know, I'd constantly make that decision and say, well, just, I'm going to just keep doing this. This is part of my routine, right? This is just my input. Mm. You know what I mean? If, if there's a lack in the input, then I can't complain about the outcomes because that's my fault. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I'm like, I'm doing everything on my end that I should be doing. And that, that I was confident in because at a certain point I'm like, I'm writing every day. I'm putting out a valuable video every day. Um, if this doesn't work, that would be crazy, right? Cause I'm mm. trying so hard. Like, you know, you see a lot of people take kind of a, a cheap route on social media because that's what works. That's the nature of TikTok. That's kind of the nature of Instagram, unless you're like really in some some good communities and follow the right people. Things are very cheap. And I can't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I now that my videos do well, I mean, plenty I would make like the the super quick, just like concept reels where it's like, you know, the one where it's like a little baby picture and then it's like you jacked or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. boom with some sound. I'm like, that's cool. I did that for you know 700 days i would do something like that every day and now i'm just like i can't do it you know what i mean it's there's a cheapness to it and it's not a knock on people that make that type of stuff it's like there's entertainment it's fun but it's hard for me to make a video that's not either insanely fun for me to make and edit and do all that kind of stuff or where i think there's so much value coming out of it and that i'm grateful for because at a certain point, it was like, all right, I'm just gonna throw away another video today, mm. and that's that's tough, man. When you're when you're trying to create, it's like, God, it takes a while. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's powerful, man. <laughs> and again, it's like come full circle to what we talked about earlier. Like, yep. yes, that video changed your life. Yes, it you know created this incredible community that you know you're still growing. But that video, while that did go viral overnight, that would not have happened if you had not posted for. 600 yep. plus you know like all that stuff it, it's like that curve it's like you don't see anything and then boom exponential yeah. and uh that's direct proof of that concept being true dude and, and, and at least in your life oh yeah a hundred percent and really that's that's what kept me going to a certain extent it was like in my mind right everyone else's version of this pursuit was much easier right like god every you know post for a few months and then some get 10k 20k and then boom one pops and then now this is what you do I'm like dude i've been doing this for years <laughs> and like mind you the thing i'm doing content about is enough difficult on its own sure. never mind trying to make videos about it um i'm like you know what maybe this is just my my version of of this journey that's going to help someone else that thinks everyone else has it easier and uh you know, to, to have a big following and to have that message actually reaching people, but to have that really have taken a really long time. And comparatively to a lot of people I was comparing myself to on that journey, yeah. it's like, hey, you know what? I, I, I remained willing to keep going through that. And that's why I think, that's why I think it's so special to me. That's why I think I I value that and and I'm so grateful to be in that position because uh, like you said it, it took every day before that it took every investment into that account that account that said zero 
you know what I mean, to, to eventually refresh the page and, and see it kind of go. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty stoked on how it worked out, man, to be Let's honest. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm encouraged by you. You're, you, oh, ins- you inspired me in a lot of ways. And speaking of that, the inspiration, what kind of fulfillment have you gotten just from obviously I know there's always going to be people that maybe have negative stuff to say but oh yeah those people actually probably people that you're most interested in helping just because they have some sort of tension that they're dealing with so I kind of have grace for those people oh Um, but what kind of fulfillment or you know positivity have you personally received from just Mm. the impact you're making because I think it's easy to talk about the impact and you can address that but like I'd love to see how it maybe has changed your personal life just seeing people affected in a positive way it's it's hard to I I really don't know it's hard to articulate just because it doesn't seem real (laughs) you know what I mean like you see the the numbers on the videos and the comments and all those types of things I think man honestly in in my coaching like when I get to help someone specifically Mm -hmm. That's nuts, man. That that's the coolest thing. Like the the cold shower streak thing I was telling you about. Like I'm I'm excited about that. Right? Because I don't know I don't know exactly what someone else is feeling when when they see one of my videos. Right? But when I tell them something and then in that moment they're talking back to me and talking about the changes they've made, talking about their decisions, that to me is like, whoa, this is nuts. And in that realm of the social media and the comments and all those types of things, for me personally, it, it's just, it, it just reminds me of sticking to that path, man. I mean, again, it's super hard for me to articulate that, but I don't want to say like pride, but I'm a little bit proud of myself to have gone through what it took to get there to, to you know, to see all the comments and all this great stuff. It's like, yeah, it kind of, it kind of like boosts the ego a little bit. You're like, whoa, people like really like this stuff. That's cool. But then, you know, I I look back at the time when that was not the case and I'm like, thank you. You know what I mean? You're, you have that relationship with yourself of the past. You're, you're grateful for the things that you did to be at a current point, which I think is huge. A lot of people have a really hard time maybe maybe comprehending their future self mm. you know what I mean and uh it's very easy to to push off things to the future self because you're not you're not there yet right right and you continue to do that and then one day now's future self <laughs> is going to be present self and you're gonna have to sit with the consequences of maybe what you did maybe those are positive maybe those are negative and the more you can be aware of that, Right, you say, okay, maybe I'm upset about what I did uh, three years leading up to today. Well, today is a wild opportunity to say, well, three years from now, self, mm. here you go. Dang, you know what I mean? You're, you're setting up that version of yourself. When you get to the point where you look back and see that you did that, you go, whoa, that's that's pretty nuts. So I think just, just an appreciation. Um, you know, again, I, I hate to, I hate to have any sort of like self-centered pride and, and talk about all that stuff. Cause again, people really take that in, in kind of a negative way really often. But, um, again, I think maybe just for the personal side, that's something I've really gotten from that whole experience is yeah. just 
be, being appreciative and thankful for for that past self in a way. Mm, that's good, bro. I I appreciate you sharing that. I think you know we we've, we've been able to share your story, mm. kind of tell the story up to this point. Yeah. Let's get tactical. Let's like yeah. if someone's listening to this right now and they're like, okay, I'm inspired. I'm encouraged. I'm ready. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, done yeah. playing around. Like, <laughs> what can they tactically do? Like, what maybe you're taking them on as a coaching client or whatever, yeah. whatever you would share. But like, how can someone listen to this right now? Leave this episode with actual action steps to implement in their life to yeah. start getting on the right path to go in the right direction. What would you tell that person? Literally take a cold shower. Literally run every day. Do something difficult every day. That I mean, nobody wants to hear that. It doesn't seem like something is going to come from it. It absolutely will. There's there's two sides of this situation. There's you either have to do that thing. Mm-hmm. You have to do the tactical item every single day until your mind catches up and understands what the benefit of that is. Or your perspective, your mentality has to be so strong until the physical, tactical items catch up to that. One of those has to persist through a time of nothing coming from it for the other side of that to catch up. I always emphasize the mentality behind these things. I could give someone a a sick meal plan. I can give them a dog workout routine. But that doesn't matter if the mentality and foundation behind so that good, person so true. is not intact. They won't carry it out. You know what I mean? So there has to be there has to be that mental work behind it. The the perspective has to change. Right? You have to take these moments where you feel terrible. You're like, great, this is a rep of the exercise that I'm doing. Mm. Like this is what I do now. I go through this moment of resistance all the time now because that's going to turn me into the person I want to be, right? And of course, the way you do that is implementing some of these physical things, right? But again, you have to you have to be aware of the takeaways mentally that you're getting from that and look at it in the right way. Because if you're just getting some cold water every day, you're like, what is this? This is so dumb. But when you understand kind of that that idea I was talking about before where this external thing you know it's it's overwhelming you it's it's taking away all your composure and you resist that and you remain composed that's where that's where these little changes in your mind Mm -hmm. actually occur um but you know I, i think very tactical you know obviously doing these really difficult things stop eating junk food like straight up stop doing that that that's not good for your body that's going to prohibit you (laughs) at least a little bit from that mentality side of things um your body doesn't know how to handle the the freaking cookies from you know whatever store your body is wondering what is this your body is changing because of that if you remove the guesswork right you're only eating healthy food well then you then you get tired one day then then uh you know maybe you don't feel good one day do you have to sit there and question oh are these like a thousand items of garbage that i'm eating affecting me removes the guesswork completely no i'm i'm eating healthy this is not affecting my body and my mind perfect well remove the guesswork in other places do you sleep three hours maybe you should try like seven or eight yeah i mean do that consistently and you start to feel good Right, you're not sick every month. 
you feel amazing all the time. Once once the lifestyle, right, the the way you actually live is just in the direction of being a healthy human being, well then your health is very minimally prohibitive or yeah, prohibitive of you getting to where you want to be. Right? It's just people invite so much guesswork into their life. It's like you're complaining about all these things, but you eat like crap, you sleep like crap, you don't exercise. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's where you start. Mm, eat good, good food, man. exercise, do some difficult stuff. I mean, that'll get you somewhere. You you just shared a lot of value. I appreciate that. And I, but I love how you set it on the foundation of it's a it's a mindset shift. Yeah. It is um it's and like these hard things you do, ice bath, running, th- those things are challenging and there's of course there's physical benefit. But the truth is the mental framework that you need to yep. change is really what you should be focused on before it's about, okay, how am I going to train? What's my diet look like? Those yep. things are important. I'm not saying that. But if you don't have the foundation set right, all those things won't last. You'll burn out. You won't understand the importance of doing it because your mind's not strong enough to continue to do it consistently. Yep. I, I was just having a conversation with a, a client of mine and you know she, she's breaking down the, the time and the numbers about her running and all these different things. And oh, well, that day I was like really tired or that day I just like couldn't do it. I'm like, you're missing the point here. Mm. You know, it, it's not, you're not PRing your mile run every day, right? You're showing up. It's much better to show up like garbage than to not show up at all, right? The What you get from that investment, even if it's not the best. nobody Nobody's just going to go out and blaze a sick run every <laughs> single day and just like knock it out of the water. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't happen. That's right. But the the whole point is that you tried to do it. You showed up to the track or the sidewalk or wherever you run, mm. you know, making that step. That's what the value is based on, you know, and it's it's always that intended outcome, again, that people are really focused on. It's like you got to look at what the effort in isolation is doing to you. Mm. That That's building something past this this intended result. Absolutely, bro. Where's all this headed? You yeah. know, we, we've got to talk about your story. We've talked about the amazing growth you're having. We've talked about how we can help people. But like, I want, I'm curious, like where yeah. are people going to be able to see you in the future? Like, where are you going? What are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish with this momentum that you have? Yeah, I mean, you know, I wish I had like a perfect put together answer, but it's all, it's all so new, right? And the opportunities just to talk to people, like doing this podcast, having those types of conversations, For getting sure. connected with other people. That's, that's really what I'm working towards. You know, a lot of, a lot of the path to this point, I mean, I, I work and I go to the gym every day. That's it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's not it's not like a glamorous just like hanging out with people all the time doing my thing. Like I'm editing, I'm recording podcasts, I'm doing my videos, editing those videos. I'm at the gym working out, like working on those things and where I see myself even just personally, like as a personal goal is connecting with more people that have made that same journey that have similar impact in those similar places. And I think that'll be fulfilling just for myself because again, there's, there's a little bit of that loneliness built into that path. Uh, but to be able to relate to other people and just, you know, reach, reach a larger audience, you know, make more of an impact, you know, every day 
that I make a video and post it. I'm like, this is this is a progression, right? And and I think that's really important to where if if your input, if your effort is a constant, then the outcome is always going to be progress, right? And you can say, well, you know, if I give every individual day the most effort that I could, mm. you know, that amount of effort it deserves, well, then you can measure your progress in days. You know, a week from now, I will reasonably be seven days better than I am today. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't have that luxury, right? You can't really, can't really quantify the progress, which is difficult for people. And, uh, you know, I, I think if we can touch on that, all these things we're talking about, the discipline, the the mental strength, the self-respect, whatever it might be, you can't quantify those. You can't step on a scale and see a difference. You know, you can't, can't log into an account and see the number go up. That's why people don't do these things. Mm. That's why people do not latch on to, oh, I need to, I need to build my mental strength. I need to become more respecting of myself because you can't see that. And you wonder why people's version of success is almost always financially. You know what I mean? It, it's, just, it's just a monetary measurement of success. Oh, you make this much money. You live in this kind of place. Like you're, you're working it. You're good. But that's just because you can see it. You know what I mean? You can you can count that. You can see the change. Uh, but these things we're talking about are are unquantifiable, and that makes it really difficult for people to to see the value in. Uh, and that's why you have to do it to see the value in it, which is kind of the hardest part. Um, but yeah, I think that's super important to recognize. Mm, I love that, man. Yeah. That's a that's a great way to wrap this thing up, man. My yeah. final question for you, and this okay. is serious. So take yeah, it seriously. Yeah. Do you think the mustache has positively impacted your journey? Oh man! Well, uh, you know my mom hates it. So. Really? <laughs> I think I think any female over like forty doesn't like it, and then the ones under do. Really? I thought it'd be the opposite. That's interesting. You think so? I thought the younger girls would maybe wouldn't like, but the older women might like it more. That's yeah, no. Every uh, every mom <laughs> I've spoken to, maybe of my friends or my own, are not a huge fan of it. But uh, interesting. You know, it's it's a tough one. I, some days I'm like, gosh, oh, just I just shave it off. Who cares? Um, I don't know, dude. It's special, man. <laughs> it's special. <laughs> I might have to keep it for a little while. I think you said. That. Heck yeah, yeah dude. Man, now this has been this has seriously been a grab. So I'm excited for people to hear your story, bro. Literally your story and yeah, how man. you've been able to grow and learn from it and. It won't be the last time you'll be on this show. Hopefully, we'll oh, have man. you back on another time. And also, I like to give our podcast listeners a little extra nugget, if you will. We haven't okay. publicly announced our guests, but you will be one of our speakers for AIM Mission 001, which, dude, yes, sir. I'm just so grateful, dude, and so stoked to have you, man. It means a lot. Dude, I, I can't wait, man. It's going to be it's gonna be really fun, again, to connect more on that personal level, you know, talk to the people that I'm talking to, right? You, yeah. when you hear something back, it's like, man, this is awesome, right? And uh, you know, to to do the workouts and all those types of things, and really, really be a part of that, it's, it's gonna be nuts, man. I'm stoked. We're gonna get after. Bro. Heck yeah, dude, thank you so much for coming on the AIM podcast. Oh. This has been such a pleasure. I'm so grateful for you, bro. And I'm just encouraged seriously by what you're doing, and I can't wait to continue to support your journey and everything you're doing, bro. Oh man, same to you. Thank you, brother. I. Really appreciate this. It's been awesome. Let's go, bro. Sweet. Appreciate you, bro. All right, man. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you guys so much for listening to another great episode of the AIM podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And if you found value in it, I ask that you kindly share this with a friend. We want to continue to grow this community and help more and more people every single day. If you have any questions for me, if I can ever help you anyway, please reach out to me at Doug Elks on all social. I'd be happy to help you out. Let's get after this week. Let's crush it. And as always, keep ambition in mind.